Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the New Story Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, JP, and I'm a longtime fitness industry veteran. I started as a personal trainer, and now I'm a gym owner, and I also own an online nutrition coaching business. Over the years, I've accumulated a lot of knowledge, and it's the goal of this podcast to share it with you to help you meet your fitness and physique goals. So I hope you find this content valuable. Stay tuned and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about the three things that you need to do to be successful on any diet. So the first thing you need to do is decide what the goal of the diet is. And we use something called the triangle of awareness. And this is something I learned from Jason Phillips, and it immediately brings clarity to what your goals are. And I've talked about this before, but very often when we just want to lose body fat and look better, feel better, we say, hey, I'm I'm on this performance track. My goal is performance because we equate performance as in a high-level athlete, especially a high-level CrossFit athlete, with how they look. And those two things do not go hand in hand for the average person. If you start training a bunch more and lifting more and eating more, you're not just magically going to look like, you know, Rich Froning or, uh, or Tia Claire, you know, or Matt Fraser, you know, whoever. It's not going to happen. Um, so really what the pursuit for a quote unquote average person is, is, hey, I need to clarify um, what my focus is. And so the triangle consists of these three things. You have aesthetics, which is how you look. You have performance, which is, of course, how you perform. And then you have longevity, which is you would like to live to be, you know, old and healthy and, you know, into your 90s. And that's your focus. Now, the important thing to note here is that you can have all of these three things. You just can't have them at the same time. You need to have a singular focus for a set period of time, a phase, or you know, a, a periodized approach to dieting, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Um, but you need to pick your focus. That's super, super important because you can't say that you want ketchup and somebody gives you mustard and you're upset because you asked for ketchup. So that's the first thing. Okay. And 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 I'll go into a little bit about um what each of those things means. So let's start with um aesthetics. So aesthetics would be like a bodybuilder. That's the extreme end of aesthetics. It's not what, what you are going to do as a regular person. The goal of aesthetics is going to be to either gain muscle or lose body fat or some, some combination over time. But for now, let's say it's lose body fat because that is overwhelmingly what people want to do. So in that case, you know, we're creating a sustainable caloric deficit where over time it allows you to lose body fat at a, body weight at a sustained rate. Now, the thing that we don't care about is your performance. When you're eating in a deficit, you're not giving your body enough fuel to really recover or perform. You're trying to leave the tank a little bit empty so the body has to break down fat. So your performance isn't going to be as good for this period of time. And that's something that you, you have to accept. Now, obviously, it's advisable to bring down the intensity. Like while you're you know, in, a, in a deficit, you're not going to PR your Murph or your Fran or whatever. That's not the goal. The goal is to preserve and maintain muscle mass 
still move, still blow off some steam, get into the gym and, and get the health benefits of that while you lose body fat and while you preserve and protect muscle while you're you're dieting down. So that's that's the aesthetics focus. Now, the performance focus is you doing your absolute best every time you're in the gym. And so what that's going to look like in terms of a diet is you're going to eat to your maintenance level or more or a slight surplus because I always want to make sure that you are topped up on fuel and you can go in and you can hit your workout hard and feel awesome. I don't care what you look like. And I don't care if you gain a little bit of weight. Now, if it starts to, to be that the surplus is, you know, creeping up and it's obviously too much, then you would just pull that back down. But the point is, you don't care about aesthetics at this point. You care about performing. That is what you want to do. That is the goal. That is you trying to, you know, prime yourself for a competition or the open or whatever it is. That's absolutely the goal. The last thing is longevity. And longevity is actually um, a phase that personally I'm in right now. Um, longevity is things like cutting out high inflammatory foods for a period of time, you know, dairy, sugar, wheat, um, alcohol, soy, all of those things. It's really focusing on not overstressing yourself with too much exercise or too much high intensity exercise, a little bit more low and slow as far as training goes, because this is something that you want to ultimately do um, for the rest of your life and make it very sustainable. It's, it's things like, um, you know, making sure that I have proper supplementation and I'm really prioritizing, uh, getting quality sleep and I'm making all these other little, little 1% adjustments, which is a, a topic I want to cover on another day, but things like making sure that I'm filtering my water, um, you know, spending X amount of time outside walking, getting sunshine, getting steps, um, uh, using as many natural products as I can. I have like hippie deodorant. I have a fucking bamboo toothbrush, um, a super natural toothpaste. Um, all of these little 1% improvements on a, long, a longevity kick, but sort of the main focus of the longevity kick, you know, for you, practically speaking, that's just changing out your toothbrush would be that you're going to lower down the demand on your life. You're going to lower the intensity, lower the stress, and look at what you want to be doing for the long haul and give yourself the best chance to maintain health over the long term, right? So that's that's like not overeating, eating a little bit less, um, really prioritizing food quality. Um, and, you know, these phases obviously have overlap. And so, you know, while you're in the longevity phase, you could lose some, some body weight, but that's, that's a byproduct. That's not the goal, right? The goal really is to maintain um, and improve longevity in that phase. So without digressing too far, having clarity on what your goal is, performance, aesthetics, or longevity is absolutely essential because if you do not order the right item off the menu, you're not going to get what you asked for. And you're not going to have a clear direction. So that really is the first thing. The, the second thing, and I would say that the triangle of awareness is where you need to start. Ask yourself that. Um, and the other two, it's all done at the same time. So it's not one before the other. You need to do both. Um, the first one is a baseline, is 
find out what your metabolism is doing right now. I like to talk to people about their dietary history and people that have been on a lot of yo-yo diets or really extreme diets, things like Dr. Bernstein, um, where you're in an extreme calorie deficit and you get vitamin B shots to keep you going, um, those kinds of things, or people that are just serial yo-yo dieters, crash dieters, uh, oftentimes have a very down-regulated metabolism. Their body's like, hey, you're used to eating 1400 calories. So there's no, like, I can't create a deficit out of that, right? You're not going to all of a sudden be like, hey, cool, I can eat 900 calories. This will totally work. No, you need to spend some time working on your metabolism, which actually means that you're going to need to go on a reverse diet. You're going to need to start walking up your calories and gaining a little bit of weight with that is, a, you know, pretty much a certainty. It doesn't have to be a ton, but walking up your calories to, to restore your baseline metabolic rate so that when you do create a deficit, now all of a sudden you're starting at 2000 calories and you can eat 1500 calories and start to lose body fat, right? So you're actually eating a hundred calories more than you were and still able to lose body fat. So that is, that is why baseline is absolutely necessary because, you know, people don't really know how much they eat um, without tracking it for a little while. So it takes a couple of weeks to really see where you're at and make sure that you kick this thing off in the right direction. Uh, and it's also really great to give yourself a couple of weeks of low pressure. You know, once you decide to do something, yes, we want change right away. But to give yourself a couple of weeks to say, hey, I'm going to get this food scale. I'm going to you know, clean out the pantry of all this crap. I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to do it upright. And I'm, I'm really going to give myself the best chance of success here. Instead of saying, hey, it's Monday. I'm going to change my life today. And it's all or nothing. It's like, no, let's plan this a little bit. Let's prepare. So baseline, super important. If you're not taking the time to baseline your metabolism before you start a diet, it is potentially going to cost you a lot of time wasted, a lot of effort wasted for you to go nowhere. So just to invest the time initially will pay off um, big time in the long run. Okay. And now the last thing is just periodization, deciding on a structure of time for your diet. So again, an idea from Jason Phillips, um, you know, if you haven't heard about him yet in the nutrition space, he's, he's, he's just fantastic. You know, just taking a lot of ideas, putting them together and, um, I can't say enough good things about the practical application of what he teaches. So periodization, you're thinking about this like a sports season. It's uh, preseason, in-season, postseason, and off-season. And, you know, that baseline um, that I just talked about, that would be the preseason. That's you getting ready. And then the in-season would be the effective diet period. The postseason, would you you be learning how to come off of that diet um, into what is a long-term sustainable maintenance. And then the off season is where you're just living your life. Um, you've met your goals, you know what to eat, you know how to maintain and boom, you're not cutting, bulking, whatever. You're just living your life, um, in the off season. And this process, typically, um, the, the dieting phase, the active dieting phase is going to go anywhere between eight to 12 weeks before we take some kind of a sustained break. So, right there, you say, hey, I'm going to preseason for two weeks. And then I'm going to get in season, I'm going to start my effective diet perioding before eight weeks or four, eight weeks. 
And then boom, I'm going to take a diet break for a week. And then I'm going to continue on for another four weeks. And then boom, I'm going to take a diet break and, and, or I'm going to continue on for four weeks. And therefore I should be at my goal and I'm going to go into um, postseason and I'm going to get back to maintenance. Um, that will take six weeks. And then boom, I'm, I'm in the off season and I'm just living my life because I've met my goals and I'm good to go. Um, obviously that's a bunch of just, um, you know, weeks and days and words and stuff that doesn't have a ton of context. Um, but really the important part of that is give yourself a plan, give yourself some structure instead of starting this awful diet on Monday, white knuckling it for two to four weeks, seeing some progress and ultimately running out of steam because it's not sustainable and there's no plan around it and saying, okay, fuck it. I'm done. Another, you know, chalk up another failure. Um, and I know because I've done that and I've done that more than once. So these three things together, the triangle of awareness, knowing what your goal is, starting with a baseline and giving yourself a structured plan to achieve your goals is greatly going to increase your odds of success. And dare I say your actual enjoyment of your diet. So that's, that's how to start your diet off on the right foot. Uh, I hope that you found this useful today. Um, and if you have, just go to my website, newstorynutrition.com, and you can check out what I do. And if you want to book a free help call, um, I'm, I'd love to chat with you and just see where you're at. See basically where you're stuck on your diet and if I'd be able to help you. So that's the show for the day. Have a good one.